the king of darkness, that is, the absolute ruler of the great tomb of Nazrik and the nation of darkness, Einzel Gon. He was the leader of the 41 supreme beings, the one who stayed in Nazrik until the end, attended by his subordinates, and at that moment, he was lying on his stomach in a soft bed reading a book. This bed, which had been brought from the great tomb of Nasrik to Ainz's room in the partially refurbished home of the former Irantel ruler, Mayor Panasole, didn't give off the same nice fragrance of the one in his private chambers in Nasrik. It's probably because this one hasn't been spritzed with perfume, thought Ainz as he lined the bed. Of course, as an undead, Ainz didn't require sleep. Certainly, there were times he lounged in bed to cool his head and heart when the remnants of his humanity pled mental exhaustion. But those moments were brief. There was no point in long stretches of lying around like he was doing now. But there's an exception to every rule. For example, when reading, especially when he was conscious of how he was perceived by other people. The sun should be coming up soon. Oh, Grasping the approximate time of day from the light spilling through the crack in the drawn curtains, he readily thrust the book he had been reading under his pillow. Then, he glanced at the corner of the room without turning his head. A maid was there. She was one of the regular maids of Nazrik, and today, she was on Ein's duty. Well, technically, she had been on shifts since the day before. She was sitting perfectly straight with gorgeous posture and she hadn't shifted at all since the previous night. As far as Eins knew, not a single maid ever relaxed their posture. Eins was bathed in her stare. It was unceasing, barring a few blinks. The pressure was indescribable. Surely, she didn't mean to intimidate him. She probably only wanted to be ready to assist him at a moment's notice. But the normal guy, Satoru Suzuki, wished she would give him a break. This was probably true for anyone, but he felt awkward with someone constantly staring at him, particularly when someone of the opposite sex was staring. He felt like he must have been doing something wrong, even if nothing had happened. The biggest issue was that any time Eins made the slightest move, she would sink up and silently begin to move with him. Let's be frank, it was torture. Of course, Eins was the absolute ruler. If he told the maid to stop, she surely would. But remembering the look on her face when he brought up the subject in a roundabout way, he couldn't bring himself to give her the order. Almost immediately after coming to this world, he had set out adventuring as Momon, meaning this was the first time he really had maids working at his side. This explained the surprising degree of loyalty with which they performed every task. Eins understood that so it didn't feel right to simply enforce his will on them. Maybe they'll get sick of it after a little while. It had already been a month since he started thinking that. Though he was mildly concerned at the possibility things might always be like this, he set aside the issue for the moment because it would take 41 days for all the maids to take their turn at Ein's duty anyhow. So, this is the struggle of being a ruler. There's the work to maintain Nazrik planning for the organization's future, and living up to my subordinates' expectations. I sure do admire people at the top. No wonder they get paid so much.
Ein slowly sat up, as he contemplated how off-base he had been once upon a time, thinking that executives were awarded fat salaries for doing next to nothing. In the same instant, the maid soundlessly rose from her chair, as if they were connected by string. Despite being on watch the entire night, she employed brisk movements. I'm getting up. Yes, my lord. Then, if you'll excuse me, I shall take my leave. After I brief today's maid, she will take my place. Instead of thanking her, Eines merely uttered a dignified, Hmm, waved a disinterested hand, and gestured for her to get going.